Jeff here. Thanks for listening. Go to playvolutionhq.com slash ccbag or click the link in the show notes for the show's archives, ways to connect, ways to support the show, information about happy hour, and more. re-record stick with it welcome to the child care barn girl podcast the world's longest running and most prolific early learning podcast i'm jeff johnson coming to you from upstairs studio in the snuggery along the gulf of mexico with me samantha balch how you doing sam this is potentially my last time joining from hawaii (gasps) and i'm doing okay about it (sighs) because the time zone's a real bitch so but at least she'll be coming to America. So that'll be that'll still be still on this. Be We're nice. still on this. Listener, <laughs> Sam claims Hawaii is part of the United States. I'm I'm unsure. I'm gonna look fun. it up. When we're done recording, I'm gonna look it up and and I I I, I hope I won't be embarrassed. What I haven't shown you what I've been working on. Oh, what have you been working on? So import I've been working on making a shirt with my my so my sewing machine over here, which has uh-huh. a frog on it, is a frog. Sure. Um, but exci- that's not the exciting part. This is my first like garment that I'm trying to make. The exciting part is what I'm making it out of. I found this at a thrift store, and it was three dollars. And I thought I can do something with this. It's a Pac-Man bed sheet. You you are you are making a what are you what are you making out of the Pac-Man bed sheet? I'm making a shirt. Here, hold on. Who's gonna for me? Oh, good. Why would I not wear this? It's it's almost done. I have like a little bit more of the edge to do. Why would I not wear this? I mean, I, I mean, I think a lot of reasons, but listeners, you can't see it, but I want you to picture the worst looking shirt you can with Pac Man on it. It looks like it's a vintage Pac-Man sheet too, huh? Oh yeah, this is definitely yeah. like a '70s or '80s sheet that I was like, I'm going yeah. to cut that. The the I'm best thrilled. thing about that is that I for for a moment I was scared you were making it for me, which <laughs> <laughs> no, no, even that, worse, yeah. I'm making it for myself. Well, you know, it, I might have finally cried if uh, you made it for me and it showed up and I had to. I will find actually... you something. Even worse. I actually do have at the same thrift store. Oh, I don't know. It's it's it might be packed up now because I'm not actively working on it. Uh, but I did find a pillowcase with one side is He-Man and the other side is Skeletor. And I am thrilled <laughs> about this pillowcase because this will be going on the guest bed in our new apartment, and I will be referring to the guest bedroom as Castle Gray Skull. <laughs> oh, th- yeah. That sounds that sounds delightful. Um, we're going to get into, uh, we're going to revisit parent or parents, better teachers in, in a minute. I got a, I got a, I got a dog story though, Sam. I love dogs. I, was, uh, I love stories. I was, uh, I was visiting my mistress a couple days mm-hmm. ago, my mistress, 
the sea. This is sea. Um, and you know, we're we're spending some time together and up the upper shore, um uh there are what okay. what? what? Sure. Keep going, just gloss past it. Up up my mistress mistress's shore, uh there were a couple a couple pups uh frolicking out in my mistress. Um and their their owner was kind of sitting there, what? Go ahead. The, the metaphor is just getting so confusing. There's no metaphors here. This is just other than mistress. Anyway, the dogs are follow for frolicking. It's a it's like a a golden retriever and a Dalmatian. And um what great I, classic I, dogs. Yeah. So they're they're the the tide is out and so the the the, the you know there's a lot of mud there's the, there's a couple inches of water you got about a quarter right. mile before anything starts getting deep and they're frolicking and they're just all sloppy and everything and they're off leash and they see me coming and and they come running up to me and the owner's like oh come back and, and because she had them off the leash and and uh, they're not listening and I'm like they're they're friendly right and she's like yeah sure and so we we scuffle and we 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 play around for a little bit and I'm like oh my dogs are gonna be so jealous and uh, and we play and. And um, and then I then I head home back here to the snuggery. Um, and... I remember I remember mentioning as I'm as I'm leaving her that boy, you're gonna you're gonna have a sandy mess when you get home. And she's like, Yeah, that's why they don't get to come here every day. Uh my dogs go to the beach just about every day because you know, fuck the sandy mess sandy mess. That's why they invented vacuum cleaners. Um and and so, but the next morning, there's a text message. From the uh, the manager of the property, the uh, snuggery's at here, saying saying the pool won't be opening until later in the day, because uh, because somebody somebody brought a pet to the pool. Okay. And so did we specify wandered... what kind of pet? No, and I had no idea, but I was curious because I've always, I've, I've since we moved in, I'm like, I really, my dogs would really like to go to the pool, um, oh, just because fun. I'm a dick and yeah. and and like to joke around, and so I I wander up to the uh, the property manager office uh, and uh, and I ask uh, what was what was in the pool, and the assistant she smiles and pulls out her phone, and and shows me video of. Uh, of uh, her following her boss into the pool area with the video going. And uh, there is uh, the same two dogs I had seen at the beach. Their owner had taken them straight from the beach, all muddy and sandy, and let them hop into the pool shared by all of us other humans. Your your pool doesn't have like a hose or like a shower station. Oh, that there she were plenty just... of places she could have hosed right. her dogs off at. She was just a utter asshole, apparently. Um, look, listeners, on this podcast, I play a dick and an asshole to some extent, but I would Indeed. I would I ever would I ever bring Gigi and Slinky to the real pool after bringing them Dear to God. the beach? And and have making them forcing them to shock treat the pool because a dog. I mean, oh my god, what what brings a fucking human to do something like this? How how did, have you have you met these humans, Sam? Have I probably have, unfortunately. Um, I mean, like I guess at a very basic like first grade level, 
sure it makes sense, right? Because dog dirty, pool water, water clean dog, apply dog to pool. Sure. All right. I suppose you can do that. But we have not considered the detritus of the dogs, right? All of their hair and sand and mud and whatever else will be coming off of the dogs that will be floating in the pool. Um, also, it's a community pool. Well, I mean, so like, the, the big sign that, that says like the second or third thing on the sign is no, no pets. No, and, dog, no animal. Yeah. And, and I mean, it's part of the lease, but, um, you know, um, I'm, I'm all, look, I'm a big fan of rule breaking. Um, I mean, but I mean, we got to pick are our there rules, to keep right? us healthy. Sure. Um, one, okay. So look, I'm also a pool rule breaker because one of the other rules for the pool is, is no alcohol at the pool. Mm, yeah. I mean, um, I assume most people break that, so it's fine. Um, but I, I, look, I went and asked, I'm like, when the sign says no alcohol at the pool, but does it mean no alcohol at the pool or don't make no, a like, drunk fool obvious, of yourself at Yeah, the pool. no obvious container at the pool. Yeah, I'm I'm like if I if I'm at the pool and I'm not acting a fool and I'm keeping my alcohol on the down low, is there there a problem with that? And they're like, Oh no, just don't be a drunk asshole at the pool. If you're at that's the pool what... and you're not acting a fool and you're keeping it cool. Yeah. You're that's following what the, the sign. Rule. That's that's what the sign should say. Um, so I guess this is which which rules do we break and which rules do we follow? Ah, oh, such a that's good the question. Conversation. That um, I feel like that is the conversation. Also, like to what where's the harm and the benefit, right? Like, sure, the, the dog thing, like we've benefited the dogs and the person who owns the dogs because now the dogs are clean, but we've caused a ton of harm for everyone else yeah you know in the ter in terms of like now the pool has to be treated like what if the drains are clogged or whatever i don't know how pools work um etc cetera, etc cetera. whereas you you know taking a sip of your i don't know what do you do you drink a white russian at a pool what do you what's your pool drink dude hey my my go-to drink now since i'm basically a pirate is rum oh great you just yeah if you're just sipping on rum at the pool like or or a Jeff's a Jeff's hard lemonade. Oh, hey listeners! I shared the recipe for uh, Jeff's hard lemonade at the last uh, Child Care Bar and Grill happy hour. That's the fourth Tuesday of the month, seven thirty p.m. Central Time. There's a link to register in your show notes, or you can hit me up at two two eight three six three six seven three seven. If that look, some podcast players Google. I'm looking at you. Don't uh, don't activate the links and show notes, or even show the so show notes sometimes. So uh, if you need that link, hit me up and I'll hook you up. Um, <clears throat> maybe give you that recipe. Um, you were saying? No, I'm saying like, I feel like that's causing fewer people harm than the dogs. Really. Sure. If 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 I if if I'm getting all all lit up on my right, uh, my, with my my flask uh, flask of rum in in at the pool, um, by all means it's a problem. But uh, but 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 Jeff is look. Jeff is an experienced poolside rum pirate. Drinker. I mean, I'm basically a pirate, like I said before. So, um, I I've, I've got some I've got some reps. I've got some uh, some experience built up. So, um, everything's cool. 
It's not like I'm going to get liquored up and then come back to the snuggery and get Slinky and Gigi and say, time for the pool, guys. Um, That's not going to happen. Precisely. No. What what rule? What rules do you do you break any rules, Sam? Are you a rule breaker? Um, I'm 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 learning to break more rules, I suppose. Uh, apparently, so in our lease, it says that we are to get our carpets because our apartment is carpeted professionally cleaned and provide the receipt mm-hmm. before moving out. Uh, and my husband has said we will not be doing that. I'm like, but it says it's in the rules that we have to do that. He's like, but it wasn't cleaned when we got here. So we're not doing it. It's like, but it says we have to, it, it says we have to do. He's like, no, because then it just comes from our security deposit. It's fine. She can just do it. I'm like, but what? So currently I'm trying not to panic about this, about like, uh-huh. we're going to be arrested because we're not getting our carpets professionally cleaned. We're just going to clean them ourselves. So you are in that situation. It sounds like you're almost an accessory rule breaker. I yes, I am. I am the accessory to rule breaking. I'm trying to understand that this is fine. It really doesn't matter. I'm like this matters so much. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. So that's my experience with rule breaking. Yeah. Would would you if you if you ever come to visit here at the Snuggery? Would you would you have a cocktail at the pool with me? Oh God, yeah. Okay, so you'd break that it's, rule. It's Mississippi, okay. yeah. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> well, what are they going to do? It'd be weird to not have a drink if you're at the pool there. It's oh, the yeah. south. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just take my take my flask and go visit my mistress, and they kick me out of the pool. Um, so we were going to talk about a while ago. I did an episode with Nicole uh, based on a blog post she wrote over at InspiredEC.com. She'd been seeing a lot of chatter. I think on the on the uh, on the social media should be some some chatter about uh uh do do parents make better teachers and she did a post and 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 we talked about it in an episode i think the the basic takeaway is uh it depends there's shitty parents out there there's shitty teachers out there and some you know um but in that episode i i i mentioned that we had some some co-hosts on the show who were not parents that were teachers and i i would I've never seen them in a classroom, but I would give them I would give them my my badge of of good teacher and wanted to get some feedback. So, Sam, what are you what are your thoughts on the topic? Um, my thoughts are parents are different teachers, not better teachers. Um, mostly is is it? Uh, I also like the topic is weird for me to wrestle with. I guess because I'm not a parent. And I'm also a woman who's almost 30 and married. So pretty much every day of my life is inundated with your eggs are rotting. Why aren't you a parent? Um, what else Whoa, wait, do you... Wait, wait, pause. Yeah. Um, that just come... How, uh, that, where does that... Is that in your mind or is that who's... No, lit the messaging I get across everything. Like I get targeted ads about um, fertility treatments and freezing my eggs and like testing my fertility. You know, I get questions from people I know, people like well-meaning, you know, acquaintances, family, like, oh, are you guys talking about having kids? But like, when are you going to have kids? You know, there's never a good time. Like, please stop, stop. Uh, as if the the implication is, you have nothing better to do than to have a kid. So why haven't you done that yet? Um, 
which is hard for me because I'm like, I don't know if I want children of my own at all for many reasons, uh, but I very much enjoy children. And I love being around them. So mm-hmm. there's a a sense of um of illegitimacy that I feel a lot, um, both like very like targeted, like people tell me to my face uh, and just sort of subtle that like, well, you know, you don't have kids, so you don't really get it. Um, yeah, you know, you're a good teacher for someone without kids, but like, if you, ha- if you had kids, you'd be so much better at, like, you'd really get it. I'm like, okay, I don't really know how much more there is for me to get. Um, okay. I mean, I, there's a reason that young children don't live at my house. I don't want them here. So I don't know. Like kids are cool. I love spending time with them. I love thinking about the way their brains work and supporting their development and, um, and you like going home but, and I, and I love being at home and sitting in complete silence. Sure. So I don't like, there's nothing wrong with having children. And I also don't think there's anything not wrong with having them, but it, it is, um, it is infuriating to have the, the depth of my knowledge and skill called into question because I have not procreated. Yeah. It's that's that's always rough. So like it is like sometimes it's a very it's a very like triggering like my immediate response is just like triggered of like shut shut up you don't know what like stop shut up stop talking about like how parents are obviously better teachers like that's that's rude. Um, but that's you know that's just my own personal like nonsense that like I'm working through and figuring out and understanding how I feel about don't don't devalue it by calling it nonsense. It's not nonsense. It's just like, you know, all of the brain goo swirling about all of those things. Like it does, it it is hard for me to be like, I have a master's degree. And then, which, you know, isn't necessarily a form of legitimacy, but like I did work hard on it. And so to have that and to be told, well, I think you'll get it more like when you have kids. I'm like stop saying when, okay, not a given, yeah. weird. Um, mm-hmm. Also, Why? I, one of, like, I will be brutally honest, one of the top reasons right now that I don't want children is because I'm so good in the classroom. I'm like, if I had someone else to worry about, I don't think I'd be as good. Well, I mean, yeah. Um, so I don't you, want to. You you wouldn't be able to sleep. You, you wouldn't. Precisely. You, you wouldn't have time to reflect. Um, absolutely. And you would, you I, I'd have a ton of that. fun. You know, I uh-huh. have a ton of fun parenting. I know it's also hard and it's joyful, blah, blah, blah. A lot of great things would come of it, but I enjoy where I'm at in my quote unquote career right now. And I have no interest in having that get worse. I would like that to keep being as good as it is and getting better and have the time and energy and resources to invest in it. And so I don't want kids right now. Maybe I'll change my mind. I don't know. Yeah, like, I, don't know, I, I think but... in in the conversation I had with Nicole, one of the things we came up with is that um, having kids of your own, you do get more face time with the little people. And one of the ways you right. get good at working at this job is just doing the reps, just having that time right. with little people, having the more experience. So um, having them 24 hours a day does build That's up experience. Yeah. But for for that to work to improve your job, you have to also be willing to to be reflective and 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 to learn from those situations. And I I would argue that there are there are plenty of people in this field who have children of their own 
um, and have done those reps, have put in that time and haven't done any any reflecting. And it's not like you you become better through osmosis. Right. Um, it, it does, the work it, it, still has to be put in yeah. in order to get better, regardless of who does or doesn't live at your home. And then something else that that comes up for me with that is I've, I, I've run into it before where um, teachers with children will know the answer to something because of what their child was like. And instead of using that as information for ideas to try, they're like, this is what's happening because this is what happened with my kid. So I, I feel like sometimes we get a little stuck in, you know, this is what we know. So that's what we're doing. But this this child could be different from the child you raised. Yeah. It is most of the time. Um, this child has a completely different context, you know, in their life, culture, where they're growing up, where they're going to school, all of that. So if we get too stuck in, well, I treated my kids X, Y, Z way and they're fine now. You know, we did this at home and everything's fine. So I'm going to do this in the classroom. They, I, we, we lose we lose yeah. the opportunity to really think about it and reflect on it. Just because the method you use for dealing with teething or getting a child to go to sleep um, work because that worked with the, the kids you birthed um, doesn't mean it's going to work with, uh, with the eight kids in your, in your toddler classroom. Right. And yeah. it's also totally different when you get kids in a classroom with people they're not related to and other children. Like we all interact right. differently when we're in different situations. So to to think that the child you raised or are raising at home is doing the same things that these children at school are going to be doing in the same way, like you're missing out on the whole social aspect of learning and teaching. Yeah. Yeah, there are some different teachers. I, I wouldn't say that they're in any way better. I wouldn't say that having kids makes you better or worse. Um, in any meaningful sense, I know for me, I worry that it would make me worse. So I don't. Well, I'll, I'll argue maybe it does make you worse. I don't think I brought this up with uh with Nicole. Ooh, maybe make why it, does it make maybe, you worse? maybe have a kid. Well, because you're so fucking sleep deprived, um, <laughs> that that uh, you 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 aren't making good decisions in the classroom because you're 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 so tired. If you got a if you got an infant or toddler of your own. And right. you're, you, you, there's no time for renewal. There's no time to, to, to charge your batteries. And so you end up bringing a, a lesser version of your best self to work in the day. And if you don't have children of your own, you can go home and you can work on, on, on crocheting or sewing things out of uh, Pac-Man sheets or, right. or, um, or rock climbing and show up the next day refreshed and energized. I mean, you can make that argument too. Yeah, you I think I think you really could make that argument and I think it's important in that argument also is that the majority of the people doing this job and then obviously having the babies are women so the burden of child's care in their home most likely also falls on them and also all of the mental load of the household so getting the kid to sure. appointments planning the meals, buying for the meals like the majority of that the majority of the time again I speak from an American context falls on the woman even if she works a job sure so sure. even if you are going to your job at a child care center and even if your kid goes to that same center and is you know in the classroom down the hall you've still got everything outside of that 
you are also working on and now you've added a whole other living being to the mix and it's it sounds exhausting is what i'm saying yeah yeah i want to be tired (laughs) i want to rest um yeah so i mean the the answer is it it depends i guess it depends i think and i think there are lots of parents that are better at a lot of things you know then you know and it, it depends on the parent it depends on the thing right like i've i've learned a lot from parents um about very specific ways they interact with their child that have helped me inter- like test those on other children and kind of figure sure. out the way i want to speak to children or think about children that's been great or even just like <laughs> when i was visiting my niece this past uh last week um my sister-in-law uh, tells her like, oh, we got to go put on sunscreen because we're going to go to the zoo. And she comes out with a bottle of sunscreen and an old makeup brush. She's like, Sam, do you do this at school? I was like, wait, what? She's like, yeah, you just put it on the brush and then you just brush it on them. I'm like, Holy oh. shit. My mind was blown. I was like, parenting is amazing. Like, I will, I literally wrote that down to ensure that I don't forget it. Like, that is so smart. I... I, I would have had children that love to paint themselves in sunscreen. They would have now been so you got to you got to upsize it though for 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 a center program because exactly. uh, more kids. You got to get a paint roller, one of those six inch paint rollers, <laughs> and just just up and down the face with a, you just have a big old vat of sunscreen. Yeah, hey, th- I mean, I might give that a try. Um, just when I when having to see kids. my. Yeah, uh, uh, no, I'll, I'll I'll paint myself with sunscreen. Thank you very much. Um, next time, I'm going to head down to the beach to visit my mistress, the sea. Um, the the sea. The sea. I'll paint myself. Lady Sea. Uh... <laughs> oh, she is. She's she's a she's a fickle mistress. Sometimes she's smooth and placid, and and sometimes she's she's raging. Um, any final thoughts before we before we pull the plug on this one? Um, I think both parents and non-parents can be great teachers, and I think it depends on the work you put into it, right? And also, if you're a parent and also a teacher, holy shit, dude. Yeah. How do you do that? Are you having fun? Like, should I do that? Is that something I should do? I don't know. Give me your opinions. <laughs> hey, <laughs> listeners. Um, although Sam Sam says she's inundated with this stuff all the time. If you've got an opinion on whether she should procreate, you got an opinion about my uterus. 367737. Um I wanna know. I'm like, what? I'd love to hear those this. to hear those messages. Um, well, look, as somebody who's been through it, um, I enjoyed the first couple of years, then they turned into teenagers, and and uh both mine turn into adults. I don't really enjoy or have much contact with um i frankly wish we would have moved to the beach sooner um okay. so Great. i'm i'm, I'm kind of agnostic i'm kind of agnostic on the situation i, I mean okay. i i i would i it was fun to do but i don't know if i'd do it again well actually uh, i was recording with brett the other day and and she was talking to me about uh what's his name that old actor guy who's like 95 and just having another kid. oh yeah um, yeah yeah De- you know that guy and all, all the ga- yeah. i don't know one of them yeah and she's like like uh uh asking if i if i would i was ready to have another one um and i'm like fuck well. no um that ain't gonna, gonna <laughs> happen i got I got uh, too much time to spend with my mistress. Right, you had two dogs and a mistress and a wife. So, <laughs> and a wife. so it's uh, my my point. Podcast. 
I mean, two dogs, a mistress, a wife, and the uh, the world's longest running and most prolific early learning podcast. My plate is full. Right? I can't possibly balance a youth in this. <laughs> yeah, there's no no room for any youths. Um, <laughs> hey, listeners, this year, this year has been the Child Care Barn Girl podcast, the world's longest running and most prolific early learning podcast. Join Citation me the fourth needed. Tuesday of the month at 7.30 p.m. for... Child Care Bar and Grill happy hour. We'll talk. Look, we can talk about what kind of surgery you think you could do. We could talk about whether uh, teachers are better parents or parent or are our teachers, are better, teachers parents. better parents. That's a good, I think well, that should be our next episode. That, that's we, a good we one. We might need to talk about that. Too. I like that. We can, talk, we can talk about sand genitals. If you still got sand genitals on your mind, uh, Kristen and I did an episode recently about the, the loose part that can't be named um oh yeah that uh that would um that that might come up we could talk about sam's uterus i mean whatever we can we've got so many (laughs) options for what to discuss you guys all kinds of stuff and And you don't have to you don't have to you don't have to drink it's not mandatory it's encouraged but it's encouraged (laughs) back soon thanks for listening (laughs) bye-bye bye This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh.